0: Nerd talk. Dork talk. Real talk. The coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. Life is short, so while we're here, let's nerd out. Hey hey, what up? How you doing? It's the Kenny Ho show. It's all Kenny here with you. What are you up to today? Video games, music, movies, reading comic books? If you answer none of the above, then you may be leading a boring life, and it might be time for a change. And speaking of change, have you ever had moments in your life where you're like, "Oh crap, I think I better make a change in my life." Cuz I had one of those today. I was at the grocery store, and I needed to pick up some bread. So I went over to the bakery department and before I made it to the bread, I passed by the cakes. It was a giant fridge full of delicious decadent cakes made my mouth water and they had like giant price tags. Some of these birthday cakes were on sale and I stood there for a moment thinking, it's not my birthday, but I'm totally thinking about buying a cake right now and eating all of it by myself. And it wouldn't be, okay, well, if you did it over a week, Kenny, it might be fine. No, I'm talking buy it, bring it home, devour it within the next 15 hours. But then I thought, nah, I remember days when I was, you know, slim and fit and stuff. And walking up the stairs didn't feel like the end of the world to me. And there's often times I'm like, I would like to get back to that type of shape. So let's take some baby steps and say no to the cake. It's time to make some changes, Kenny. I'm just not holding my breath. Speaking of life-changing moves, did you hear about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard splitting up? Which is crazy enough. I'm like, who would divorce Johnny Depp? I mean, uh, Amber Heard. But they're splitting up because apparently Johnny Depp opened up a can of whoop ass and tore into her. And apparently he screamed at her a bunch of times. And you know what? You look at Johnny Depp, you look at Jack Sparrow, and I don't know about you, but I don't see it. I don't think he's a piece of shit. I don't see him as a violent type. And you know, his entire family, including his exes, because if you think about your ex-girlfriends or ex-boyfriends, and I'm pretty sure they all hate you. No? Just me then. But still... They all came out, both his ex-wives came out and said, there's no way he would do that, that's just not in his personality. And so I looked into it. Now, granted, I'm not a private eye, so I didn't really look into it. I just did a little bit of research, saw, looked at what was out there on the internet. And it turns out Amber Heard is not completely innocent in all this. Surprise, surprise, it turns out it really does take two to tango. Because apparently... What had been happening is, even after being married to Captain Jack, Amber Heard, she couldn't shake off her lesbian Al Ghul heritage, and she was still seeing other women, even going as far as moving one of these chicks into the guest house, even though Johnny was like, no, you're not moving one of your, your flings into my house. And if you read the language of the accusation, Amber Heard accuses him of assaulting her with an iPhone. Now, I don't know what that means exactly, but it could very well mean he just chucked an iPhone at her head. Like, think about it. If you married somebody, like, married somebody, at this point in time, I would never marry anybody. But if I met a girl who I would actually settle down with and spend the rest of my life with, I would expect her to not be hooking up with other people. And it would really bother me... If she did, just think about it. Put yourself in his shoes. If your wife or your husband just like serial cheated on you, yeah, I think you'd freak out on her too. Now, I'm not saying it's right what he did, but it's totally understandable that he'd give her a bunch of shit. And if I were a dum-dum with a lot of money and bought an iPhone, I find out my woman's been cheating on me. You're damn right i throw an iPhone at her head. I think you would too. But then again, I think about it a bit more. If I were married to a major babe and she wanted to fool around with other women, I'd be like, you know what? All right, as long as it's other women, strictly other women, and you do it just in the guest house, not in my main house, and if you can agree that from time to time I get in on this, even if it's just like watching in a corner, I think we have ourselves a deal. Just don't leave me. The Kenny Ho Show episode 74 will cover... Supergirl, will we ever get to meet your cousin? Jeff Johns, what are you naming the new Justice League movie? Valve, you're releasing what video game that will probably get shut down? Stephen Amell, what is the plan with all them DCCW TV shows? Well, the answer to all of these are next. On The Kenny Ho Show, it's showtime, let's go! Now, did you watch Supergirl, the CBS Now CW show? I watched two episodes while it aired, let the season pass by me, I, I'm not a CBS guy, and now I'm binge watching it on the internet. Have you seen it, what do you think? I would say it's good, not great, would you agree? And it gets better as the season moves along. And if you don't know anything about Supergirl, well, I got a moment here, I'll break it down for you. Kara Zor-El, much like Kal-El, Superman, was born on Krypton, and she's actually the older cousin of Clark, Kal-El. And they are both rocketed off to Earth when Krypton was blown up. And she was supposed to watch after Kal-El, who was a baby at the time, and she was like 13 years old. But the problem was, on her way to Earth, her ship got knocked off course, and she like stayed in cryo for a while stayed in cryo for a while and then she landed on earth much 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 later than cal by the time she arrived she still was a teenager but clark was fully grown and was already superman so instead of being the leader being the guardian she's always actually being led and being guarded by superman and always operates in his shadow and they start off with a level of that in supergirl everyone compares her to clark and of course, as you would guess, she doesn't like it. She's out to prove that she doesn't need him and she isn't exactly like him. Granted, all her powers are the same as him. Except she's a hot girl in a miniskirt. If I were a bad guy, I wouldn't even try. I would behave myself. I wouldn't try to cause trouble. Chigo, are you robbing that bank? No, Supergirl, it wasn't me. It's these other thugs. But anyway on the show you never actually see Superman you see his outline there's an episode when uh, he has to come help her but she's like knocked out so she sees fuzzy so you kind of see his cape only and him flying around so but you know it's Superman and you know what I kind of like that I actually liked that you never got to see him I like the way they utilized him I haven't seen the whole season so I don't know if it changes but for a while there he's just they're just like on MSN messenger and he just gives her some supportive words. I like it. But I often did wonder, will that change? Are they going to bring Clark in at some point? And that question's answered. Shadowy outline, Twitter DM Superman is going to be a thing of the past. As CW announces that Superman will be appearing in the first two episodes of Supergirl Season 2. I freaking can't wait. This is huge. Not just for the show story-wise, Not just because I grew up idolizing Superman, but word was that Superman was never allowed to show up on Supergirl. That was part of the deal, but now things seem to be changing. Maybe because the Man of Steel isn't as lucrative as DC was hoping. So they're gonna allow two live-action Superman to exist at the same time, just like back in the day when Brandon Routh was Superman in Returns. And of course, Tom Welling was the greatest of all Superman's Superman on Smallville. And this is also a big deal because who knows? Maybe down the line, there'll be a Superman spinoff. Maybe it'll be that fifth show to fill up the weekdays on the CW. So they better make A huge deal of this casting. They better go out and have like a worldwide casting. You can't just cast anybody in there. It's an iconic role and it's a star making role. They need to take this seriously. Like it makes no difference in my life. Because they would never look at me. Even when I was a handsome young actor, they wouldn't look at me because of my Asian heritage. The only time they may ever look at me to play Superman is if they're doing a movie, a colorblind movie, where everybody in it is every color of the rainbow, and if they're looking for a Superman who, quite frankly, just gave up. The Justice League movie is coming, for better or for worse. If it's anything like... Donna Justice, for worse. But while we knew this for a long time, that Justice League Part 1 would be coming out in a couple years, we didn't know the name of the movie. So this week it was interesting to see some rumored titles for the movie floating around on the interwebs, and the options presented to us were Justice League Angels and Demons, Justice League United, Justice League Gods Among Us, Justice League Gods Among Men. Not horrible titles, although Angels and Demons makes me think of the Tom Hanks movie. Pretty good movie, so could be worse. Could have been Justice League Haywire, and I definitely would not have seen that movie. Worst 12 bucks I've ever spent. Justice League United sounds like an airline, sounds like a fan film. Just seems a little plain and not powerful enough for me. That would be the last, like if I were a part of the board and they're like, which one do you like? I would definitely not say that one. Gods Among Us. Like Injustice, the video game? Exactly, because there are plot points taken directly from that and placed into the the Donna Justice movie. And I'm okay with that. I don't know, what do you think? Would you be okay with this movie being named the same thing as the comic book series? If it were a crappy comic book series and video game, I'd have an issue with it. But both were very well received and both. And the storyline was pretty brilliant. I'd be okay for that. I'd be okay if they even adapted the, the movie to the game and the comics. It's not ideal. I'd like to see something new and fresh. But I'd be okay with that. And finally, Gods Among Men. Makes me think, hey, maybe something along the same line as Gods Among Us... I mean, it's obvious. Regular people aren't as good as these cats. And I'm not even talking about the superheroes. I mean, regular women aren't as good as Gal Gadot. Regular men do not stack up to the Hunkasaurus Rex, Henry Cavill. However, regular men are better than Ben Affleck at being Batman. So, which one is it? Angels, Demons, United, Gods Among Us, Gods Among Men. Which one is it? Drumroll, please. No drumroll? All right. Uh, The answer is uh, none of them. None of them are the answer because Jeff Johns, who's taking over, kind of overseeing the project now, tweeted out, To clear up any misconceptions, the Justice League movie is being called Justice League. Brilliant. You don't need to call the first one anything. Just like Avengers was the Avengers. Save... Gods Among Us or whatever for the second one. First one, Justice League. That's perfect. That's already a good call by Jeff Johns. With him on board, if you don't know the body of work done by Jeff Johns, his resume is pretty impressive. It includes rebooting the Green Lantern series into a into an A-list comic book. Justice League, Aquaman, all those were turned around by him into must-read material. And you know what? You're like, hey, that's books. This is a movie. Well, he had a couple of the greatest Smallville episodes ever. I'm not sure what the other one, but I know the Justice Society one was a double episode. So now not as long as batman versus superman but still basically the length of a feature-length movie so with jeff john's on board i feel like this franchise is in good hands worst case scenario there's no way in hell he can do worse than zack snyder now with this next story i think we should take some bets How long will it be before EA or Disney shuts down the new Battlefront 3 remake? Hours, days, weeks, I really don't think it's going to hit more than a month. But then again, I could be totally wrong because Valve, the people behind Steam, are all for it. They're giving these Russian developers, Frontwire Studios, permission and their blessing to go ahead, make the game and they're going to release it on Steam for free. Oh you heard right, a new Battlefront video game, this one titled Star Wars Galaxy in Turmoil will be released for free, for free. You tell that to the head honchos over at EA and they will laugh at you, but fortunately these cats don't work for EA. Not yet anyway. Battlefront 3 got cancelled as LucasArts fell apart. So that never got to see the light of day. And then when Lucas was sold to Disney, EA shelled out the big bucks to have exclusive rights to making all Star Wars video games. So there's no way in hell they're happy about this. That someone else is. Because they're working. Because they're, they're doing Battlefronts again. So they're definitely not happy that someone is not only doing a Battlefront, but they're going to give it away for free. That's quite the opposite of EA's strategy. EA is make. Like with the newest Battlefront, you know, they put in the minimal amount of work and try to receive the maximum amount of return on it. I didn't bother with it because it was clearly an online shooter, cash grab piece of crap. And because of that, I'm looking forward to this Battlefront, this free Battlefront. Because the first two Battlefronts are highly revered in the video game community, at least the Star Wars video game community. And so by remaking this, I hope the product is even better than the crap that EA pumped out. And they're gonna give it away for nothing. I know it doesn't matter what I have to say about it, but they certainly have my blessing. Go ahead, brother Frontwire. Go make this video game. Oh. Steal from me, will you? When the fall arrives, so will an unprecedented four. 'em: one, One, two, three, four. DC shows... We'll all arrive at the same time on the CW, all of them run by the same dude in Greg Berlanti, and all of it to take place in the same universe. Actually, I don't know if that's true. Supergirl, I don't think, will take place in the same universe. But I hope they switch that up. Now, I haven't gotten to the crossover episode, so I don't know how that works exactly. But I'm assuming Flash runs into, like, Earth-4 or something and finds her. But hopefully, with this new Flashpoint paradox, It messes things up so much that Supergirl and and National City somehow end up in the same world as Flash, Arrow, and The Legends of Tomorrow. And also, I would like things changed up enough where Laurel lives again. Because I think that was such a stupid move by them. There was no reason to kill off Laurel, and you can't kill off Laurel. You already killed off one Black Canary. You can't kill off the OG Black Canary in the comics. Where there's Green Arrow, there has to be a Black Canary. It's like Superman without Lois Lane, Peter Parker without MJ, Kenny without Cake! It's just weird. But I digress. You know Greg Berlanti has been famous for crossing over his properties and there's no doubt these four shows will cross over at some point. But Stephen Amell believes that not only will these shows all cross over at some point, but they're all going to cross over at the same time. So there will be four nights of crossovers. So four episodes to solve one major crisis. O.M.G. That's incredible. I freaking can't wait. Now, here's the thing I don't know who's still around at the end of uh, Legends and Supergirl because I haven't reached the end of them yet. But who's gonna be the supervillain? Or are there gonna be multiple supervillains? Maybe they should have saved Razal Ghoul for this season. Not the crappy Razal Ghoul that showed up on Arrow, but like the legit Batman Razal Ghoul. It would have taken all four of these properties to take him on. Maybe the Kryptonians? Every time they attack Supergirl, I'm like, She's powerless to stop them all. Like, even Superman can't handle all of them, and he's far more trained and ready for this. So maybe it's that. Or maybe it's just four different crises. I prefer that. I prefer... Either like one supervillain or four different villains, four different issues. I guess I'll tie in. But I, I do not want a league of supervillains. I don't want them all to be, you know, sitting in a mansion somewhere by a pool, sipping their Merlot and be like, ah, 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 I'd like to see the Justice League get out of this one. No, let's not do that. Which is what somebody should have told... Warner Movie, the DC movie department, when they're like, yeah, let's do a Justice League movie first and then split everyone else up into solo flicks. Nah, you shouldn't have done that. Because just look at it. What DC TV is doing right now is basically what Marvel has done with their movies and now with Netflix. You know, separate entities all doing their own thing, all taking place in the same world. And then when it's time, they all come together and it's fantastic. Fans can't get enough. I'm here nerding out about it months before it's going to happen. Months before it even starts shooting. Like look at their DC movie slate. They shot Suicide Squad in my backyard and I didn't even give a rat's ass. Take your time. Build these properties up properly instead of hijacking the Man of Steel sequel and just loading her up with whatever. A Batman nobody knew. A Wonder Woman. That was cool. Don't get me wrong, but shoehorned in there because I don't... I think people in general know about Wonder Woman, but I don't think everybody knows Wonder Woman, you know? Like her history, where she comes from. And then, although I thought it was pretty cool, but come on. If you told me, yeah, we're just going to introduce the entire Justice League via an email, I'd be like, you're fired, Like, but you work for us. Then fire me. I don't want to be part of this crap. There really is something about... Seeing these separate entities do their own thing first, then coming together. It's so much more satisfying. It cannot be replaced by introducing them all into this, all into one movie. And you know, and they're already supposed to be established, but you don't know that as a viewer. So whatever. Jeff Johns, he's probably gonna turn it around for me. I'm gonna, I have a bit more faith in those movies, but you know what? This Arrowverse, that's what I live for. Except... There may be a musical coming up next year. Which I prefer if it didn't happen. And it turns out Stephen Amell feels the same way. He said, hell no, I will not do the musical crossover. He has the right to veto, and he's gonna use that right to veto. Great. Please do not get Arrow involved. The other three shows? Yeah, they're all lighthearted, goofy. And if you want to go campy with an episode, do it. Buffy had that epic musical episode. Go for it. Why not? But please... Don't make these properties campy afterwards. Definitely don't include Arrow because, you know what? Arrow's already, like, too light and bright for me. Like, remember when this show first started and it was, like, Christopher Nolan Batman on TV? And more than Batman, this guy actually killed? Like, he was such a badass when he would, like, snap guys' necks to prevent them from telling his secret. Now, like, the gay tech guy can just waltz into his secret lair and be part of the team instead of getting an arrow through the eye. Season four is lighthearted. Season four is the worst season so far. Coincidence? I don't know about that. I don't know what direction they're going to go in with season five, but no musical's a good start. And it looks like the team's disbanding a bit with Thea and Diggle leaving. You know, I was hoping they'd get back to basics and maybe they do, but now they made Oliver the mayor. So he's going to be in the public spotlight again. He's going to be, you know, the people's champ, you know, looking out for the people instead of looking out for himself, trying to save the city. I really don't care for that arrow. All right. And that's it. That's the, oh, crap, I almost forgot. I forgot to talk about Taylor Swift and her happy endings loving ex-boyfriend, Calvin Harris. Did you see it coming? I mean, after the the tie rubdown thing, I can't say I didn't see it coming. But I don't know, at the same time, they seem to have worked through it. Maybe she got her legal team, couple of bouncers, held him down and was like, listen, this is going to happen for me. I can't be seen as the crazy broad who can't hold down a boyfriend. You get your shit together, buddy. You stop getting your special massages, and we don't ruin you and your career right here, right now, bud. But oh boy, this is not good for her. Like, this guy is the first dude who she's seen a first year anniversary with. Okay, she's young. She's like 26 or whatever. So she's young. But you know what? She's not the same sweet little girl she used to be. Maybe she needs to not pick, you know, douchebags to date. If she picks a good guy, then I think that's it. She, I think, I'm not putting it. I think she needs to date like a nice guy. Someone who would be grateful to have her. No, I'm not trying to get at myself because she shouldn't date me. I wouldn't know what to do with her. You know, she's used to having sushi for like $1,000 a night. I'm used to having sushi for about 25 bucks a night. But I think two things need to happen for her. Make it three things. For now, I think she needs to just chill out. Swifty just needs to do Swifty for now. Two, change who she goes for. You've dated enough douchebags. Now it's time to find a nice guy. And lastly, but not least... She needs to grow her hair out again. like let her natural hair color come out again. Because this bleach blonde, manly 1980s cut, not working for me. I don't think it's working for a lot of people. I'm telling you, the nice guy will bring her home, introduce her to mom. But then she'll be immediately shown the door. And the good guy will be shown the door too. Because mom will be like, listen, son, we're a very Christian family. You can't be bringing guys home. You can't be doing the gay jesus hates you now but anyway back to swifty the latest news with her is she just like crashed some chick's wedding and, and like did an impromptu performance for them let's just break that down for a second she she broke up with her boyfriend the only serious boyfriend she's ever had you know a boyfriend in which there are rumors swirling about that they may get married they break up and then she goes to a wedding This just in, those rumors about her being completely crazy are confirmed. All right, now that's it. That's The Kenny Ho Show, the coolest podcast ever, a real opinion about not real stuff. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week, assuming I don't get hit by a truck before then. So until then, Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles!